lot of people, I feel that do some kind of mental health stuff online, I feel like very like off put by them because I'm, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared that they don't actually mean what they're saying and they're kind of just trying to like make themselves look good. Have you like r- run into any of that with other people out there where they're just like they they say they they talk the talk but they don't walk the walk? Yeah, I suppose I have noticed that a little bit. You know, in this sort of space, it's called it's something called armchair therapists, and you know, you see my content. My one of my biggest things is about integrity and just really showing the authenticity. I don't know if you've seen one of my recent videos, but you know, I'm in the rain. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, peeing down. You know, I got my shirt off. It's, and everyone's just like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, well, this is real. This is real. This is me being authentic. This is me fighting my demons. This is what it looks like. Yeah. You know? And it's weird that I'm coming out and showing the true way to help you fight them. And it's like, you know, some people are trying to tear that down. But then you've got the people who are the armchair therapists that don't necessarily actually do it. Mm-hmm. No, so, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, I um. One of the last people I spoke to talked a lot about philosophy, and um, we talked about stoicism and how I explained stoicism for people that didn't know. It's basically um, <clears throat> not a lot of people think stoicism is about um, being like cold and like like cold hearted, and they don't really care, and they're like, ah, well, life is sucks, and I'm whatever, I'm gonna deal with it. And I'm like, to an extent, maybe, but stoicism really is what it's about is uh, you know. Knowing that um, life sucks, knowing that um, there's pain and there's struggle, but um, learning that it's not hurt, it's not trying, life isn't trying to do this to you at an individual level. It's just a part of life. And you going through it, that's okay. It's okay to feel this pain because without it, then you wouldn't be alive. You wouldn't be what makes you human. And I feel like a lot of people on social media, a lot of people that are trying to like get, build people up, right? They, try to sell this life that that's basically saying there's no such thing as pain and there's no such thing as struggle. I mean, like if you feel struggle, then you're doing something wrong. I like the people that say, no, 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 no. The struggle's real. Pain is real. But I'm going to not teach you how to lose the pain and struggle. I'm going to teach you a new way of thinking about the pain and struggle. That's what I like because that's real. That's genuine, you know? I love that, Mark. It's very much, you know... If you're living a life avoiding pain and thinking that, oh, I'm feeling pain, so it's a bad thing, you know, it's it's a very bad place to be in. You know, I, I very much use my negative emotions to put me into a positive trajectory. You know, you can use things like your anger. You can use things like, you know, feeling helpless. You know, you can find joy in the suffering. You can find joy in the suffering. I think that's another element that stoicism touches on. And that's one of my big things. You know, I'll come on a live sometimes. And I'll be like, you know what, guys? I tell you what, I'm always jacked up, but I'm not feeling it as much today. Yeah. But I'm just going to make the absolute best of it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just say that right off the bat, just to let everybody know that, you know, yeah, I'm not feeling my best today, but still, you can find joy in the suffering. That's awesome. That's also, where do you think you'd be right now? Or what do you think you'd be doing if you didn't have TikTok? Like, what's your thing other than this? Of course. So I've got a few things, you see, and I very much 
if I tell you my story from the beginning, so, you know, I didn't go to university or anything. I kind of just worked my way up from the bottom. You know, I was working in Burger King, absolutely fantastic place to work. I loved it there when I was 17. So I've got a different job then. I worked in retail. I became a manager in retail instead of going the education route. Then I realized that I have like this gift to communicate to people and I said, where can I get the biggest return on my investment? You know what I mean? My yeah. investment, my time. And that's when I got into sales. And the whole thing of sales just hooked me. Like you could control your income based on your actions and, you know, how well you perform. You know, if I was to perform really well, my paycheck would reflect that. Yeah. And that just really like attracted me to sales. And it was something I loved doing, just communicating with people and helping them. So I got into sales. I was very successful in sales. It made me, I'd say, relatively wealthy for my age, but I'm not the finished article by any means. And to rewind a little bit, I remember someone in Home Bargain saying to me, I was I was actually dating this girl at the time, and um, she was saying to me, you know, what do you want to do in your life? I feel like you've got so much potential. And I said, well, you know, I'd love to just be in a position where I can you know, either inspire people, coach them one-on-one, whatever. I just know I want to do that. And that was when I was 18. Mm. That was when I was 18. And it's only now that I've realized that back then that is what I wanted to do. So I've kind of just stepped away from the whole sales and everything. I'm starting my own thing, my own merch, my own brand. And I've taken a step back money-wise by all means. I've taken a step money back money wise but in terms of my happiness and my fulfillment and feeling that I'm really making an impact on this world I feel richer than ever what did you what was the sales that you got into oh so I was selling cars I was oh okay nice <laughs> nice perhaps, perhaps everyone's trust of me will go down no no what and and how old are you now so I'm 21 now. Oh, 21. So I, bro, come on. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that's cool. I, oh my God. Let's, like, I don't know. Yeah. And you're UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's like, like culturally in the UK and how it like varies with uh, us in the United States, but finding your purpose, right? Finding a reason to want to do anything at all. That's a really hard thing to do. And for you to be 18 and be like, yo, I figured it out. I know what I want to do. And then for you to pursue that, that's pretty awesome. And that's pretty cool. And a lot of people wish that they can have that revelation, that epiphany. Like, oh, you know what? I'm good at this. And I can make it a thing. And I can make money doing it. Um, I think that's really cool from a business standpoint. And also, not only are you good at communicating to people, you know, how to live better lives, how to just be a better person, but you're also helping them find their epiphany like you found yours. I I love that, and I I don't want to say the word jealous because I think that's a, an aggressive word, but I am very envious. Like, that is that is awesome, you know? It feels good, right? 100%, brother. Mark, I'd like to bring myself a little bit back down to earth, but, and I'd like to say that I wouldn't... I'd say I've got a purpose, but I'm not necessarily saying that Again, to everything I say, it's not what I'm going to do forever. You know what I mean? Oh, it's course, very yeah. much my sort of thing is, 
you know, I'm 21. I got loads of time to try things. That is my philosophy. My my whole ethos on life is just knocking on the door of success and trying things. Now, I've just tried so, so many things that has given me an idea of what I don't like and what I do like. And, you know, I've discovered myself in the process. And right now, I've got a burning passion for what I'm doing with TikTok and everything. But who knows? I could speak to you in a year from now. Yeah. And hell, I could just go and become a monk. That yeah, could be my new it'd be passion. completely different. You know, man? It's, and I think yeah. if I was to give one message to people, I'd say just don't be afraid to reinvent yourself, no matter how consistently you do it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what, like what, what would a piece of advice be? But, hmm. Because I, uh, I love, like, getting, like, really, really deep with, with people. And I, like, I know I, like, you're like, oh, let's bring it back down to earth. And you're right, yeah, we got to, like, you know, settle ourselves. We have to come back down and, and, and take a look at, you know, the sm- like, the, the bigger picture, not so much the smaller details. But, uh, I really, um... I think it's very hard for people to uh, even just like that we're so anxious today. We're so stressed out today with not only with the pandemic, but like with the world economy, with a whole bunch of stuff. And people like are too anxious to work out, you know, like and that's something they really need to do. Like people like can't really do much. So just uh, when I when we hopped on just now and you were smiling, I was like, just this this fucking guy over here. Like he's just, you know, um, and that although I've never had someone come on angry I, I think it's, um, I think it's just really cool. And I, I, I want more people to be that way. Um, it's just, it's a hard thing to do, especially when, um, a lot of people don't have enough time to figure out what they do or don't want to do. And I know you just said it could always change, reinvent yourself, be like, find, find who you are today and then find who you are tomorrow. Like you can be different at any moment in your life. And I like that. I enjoy that. I do think understanding that as a reality that you will change throughout life will actually uh help you grow in the present like oh you know what i don't have to settle in who i am right now because i might change in the future but um i think a lot of people don't know that and that's and they have to figure out oh what is it going to be for the rest of my life right now i got to figure that out but so you're just spitting facts you're like oh let's relax and i'm like you're 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 doing you're fucking just talking about crazy shit already it's awesome <laughs> It's I love awesome. it, man. It's like, you know, why we haven't got much time on this earth in the grand scheme of things. So let's talk about all the crazy shit while we're here. You know what I mean? Like, screw the small talk. I want the big talk. The big talk. The big talk. <sighs> ah, you, yo, you, okay. Speaking of big talk, then let me, let me ask you. Okay. I have three things for you. Um, the first two things are two parts, and the last thing is four parts. And they're not all questions, but you can, like, give me your opinion about the whole thing. So when I have life discussions with people, I say these few things. First thing is, um, I usually say this to young people, like, 12 years old, even though, like, they don't really need to have this conversation. They still appreciate it. I say, in life, you could do a million different kinds of things. But if you want to find out what you really want to do, you have to answer these two questions. Um, first question, it, or you have to answer this question, it's two parts. You could either make life worth it or make life possible. And I'm going to open up what that means. If you make life worth it, you're an artist, you're a uh, sportsman, you're um, an actor, you're a singer, um, 
those people make you want to get entertained. If you do that yourself, you're making people get entertained. You have art. That's awesome. The people that make life possible is a doctor, an engineer, like a lawyer. Those things make life possible. You need those, otherwise you can't live. Now, can there be a mix of both? Of course, but usually they help yourself figure out what to do with life. You ask yourself those two questions. The other thing is, okay, so now that you've kind of maybe figured out that part, the second part is, okay, how do you live? Meaning, like, how do you survive? And the answer usually is, by any means necessary, I will survive. The other question is, why do you live? Why do you bother wanting to live? Now, that's a really hard question to answer. And that's usually where I, that's usually where I leave people <clears throat> to think. Then the other thing, and the last thing, is um, in life, people go through four realizations, at least what I've gathered. And the first realization is that other people also exist. One day you just wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, my mother and father are their own people. Oh my gosh, that person is real and they have somewhere to be today. Like you realize people exist. The um, the second realization, I think if I could remember correctly, because it's been a while since I talked about it. The second realization is knowing that you are growing up and that the past cannot be reclaimed. You can't do it again. Um, and the next realization is knowing that death exists and it's coming for you. Um, I'm going to leave it at that because I can't remember the fourth realization. Because the death one is the fourth realization. And I, and I skipped one. It's probably not that important though. So with all that being said, right, how would you answer... Okay, I, I'm dropping a bomb on you. How would you answer your why? You have the how, by any means necessary. What is your why for today, at least? At least for today. At least for today. That's, that's amazing. So I'm a big, big, big advocate in freedom. And I'd say one of my biggest core values is freedom. Being able to live life on my own terms and being able to you know, at the same time, create things and not have any limitations on how I can help people. You know, I've noticed that in all the environments I've worked in under somebody else, I've had some sort of limitations on my creativity on how I can provide value to people, you know, whether that was in customer service or whether that was in sales. So my why is I've got to work hard, I've got to find my purpose and I've got to help people and provide value to others because mm. if I get complacent, I get back in that position where I have these limitations put on me again. Now, I'm in a position right now where I am free. I consider myself to be free with all the things I've set up and with the way everything is going. I have complete creative freedom on how I interact and help other people. But I have to cherish that and make sure that every single day I keep that alive. i got to keep that ability alive because otherwise I may regress back in that position where I feel like my life isn't my own again. I feel like my life isn't my own again. But now I feel that I'm living in a position where my life is mine and I'm, I'm the direct, I'm calling the shots of my own life, which is the way it should be for everyone, I feel. 
Mm. Yeah. I hope that answers your question. No, no, no. There's no wrong answer. I like how you were saying that, because this honestly makes me a little lost sometimes, personally, where sometimes I wake up in the morning and, or I'm, 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 go- I'm about to start editing or I'm about to start working or whatever, and I think to myself, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what, come on, man, you can do better than this. You can find a better thing to do. Like, I think, um, I think it's okay for your purpose at any given moment to be finding your reason why. You don't have to have a reason why all the time, but finding your reason why could be your reason why. Um, will it, is it always satisfying? No, because sometimes you want to have a solid reason, but I think um, a lot of people get depressed and really upset when they feel like they're empty because they don't have a reason why. But being being human and just being able to say to yourself, my mission is to continue searching, I think that's okay. And literally yesterday, Ethan, I, I was in that, and I was very unhappy with myself for thinking like, Oh, why can't I figure this out? But um, you saying that basically saying how like um, being who you who you need to be, want to be, and searching and helping everything you just said it made me realize you know what I'm not the only person that feels that way, and it's okay for your reason today to be searching for that reason, and you're not always gonna find it. That's all right, but um, I don't know. I, I like that it made me it made me uh, open my eyes a little bit. I appreciate you saying that, Mark, and. You know, I just want to say, so going into your own life a little bit, you know, mm. what do you feel like your meaning is? Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My, do you, so I think I have, I have a problem where I'm obsessed. And I don't, maybe not obsessed because it's not like it's all I talk about, it's all I do, but I am I think I'm probably focused on a bit too much about meaning and purpose. I mean, it's literally what, like, the the focal point of this whole conversation so far. Um, I, like, I read a lot of books, right, man? I, I read philosophy. Um, I, I don't read too many self-help books because I feel like they all end up saying the same thing. But I do end up reading some, and I do enjoy them. Um, I read philosophy. I read uh, the self-help. And then, of course, fiction and his- historical and all that stuff. But, uh I I'm, I always try to figure out, okay, how did this person do it? Okay, what does this person say about life? And I think sometimes I forget to come up with my own opinion about life. And I think once I, like like you said, like if you stop moving, if you stop the creating or figuring it out, you come complacent and you don't like that, right? And I feel like if at any moment I stop consuming media where I can stop consuming literature or I stop talking to people like you I'm like fuck 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 because now all I'm doing is thinking in my own head and for some reason that's too painful for me so I don't I don't think I'm able if I have a purpose I don't know what it is but so far like you said and I think we're kind of similar I think we are very good at articulating the way we feel and I think we're very good at articulating um how to feel and how to um, go about certain uh, things with other people. So I know, I think I know what I'm good at, but what what I can do to make myself satisfied and fulfilled in life, that is, uh, 
I know you didn't ask that specifically, but that's something I'm having a very hard time answering, like everybody else on the planet, you know? Of course, I completely understand, Mark. And I thank you so much for sharing that with me, man, because I can imagine that, I don't know, some people come feel on come on the podcast, <laughs> they feel like the guests, they just answer all the questions, and it's like the minute somebody <laughs> asks you a question, it's like, oh, God. Oh, oh, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Wait a second, no. That's funny, that's funny. Yeah. But no, so it's very much I'd like to throw you this. Okay. For a while, mm-hmm. I said to myself, when I when I sort of took the step back, because this was how I this is how I worked it. So I was working in car sales and then I obviously didn't have the freedom. So I basically just cut out all of my expenses and decided to go work part-time where it all began, back in a shop. Okay. Because I knew that was good for me. Now, some again, some people will see that as a step back, but I saw it as I'm having the freedom to work on myself. Do you know what I did for a while when I got back there? What? So my purpose, I shifted from, okay, my purpose is I'm going to be a TikToker and I'm going to provide value to people's life. No, I said to myself, my purpose is going to be making myself happy, just just to be happy. Like, and it sounds quite cliche, but I think your purpose sometimes can be as simple as, I just want to be happy. And like, when I did that, the amount of self-care and the things I did, explored things, I didn't just put a label on it. I didn't put a label on you know, I'm going to have this much falls. I didn't put a label on, I'm going to connect with this much people. No, I just said, I'm going to be happy and follow my feelings. And that has sort of led me into what I'm doing now. I'm very much just, if something sparks my interest, I just try it. And I spent a lot of time with myself. And I know that you said that you feel like you got to go 100 miles an hour. Otherwise, you feel like you lose it. Yeah you feel like you lose this edge about you. But I found that when I started spending time with myself and found the worst parts, like you said, being up in your head, I found that when I spend time with these worst parts and really just kind of being present and realize that these thoughts do not make me, I had to go through this realization. And then that was like the Kickstarter for everything that's happening now. I just realized that really all it boils down to is my purpose is being happy. Now, whether that is me going 100 miles an hour at something or whether that's me being completely present, just sitting in nature and just enjoying myself and just observing every single small detail like the birds and the clouds and the the sea. You know, it, it's very much once you sort of shift that perspective to my purpose is to be happy, you know, all of a sudden you don't just get trapped in this box and you explore a lot more in life because you think, yeah, I think that might make me happy, so I'm going to explore it. What, what was it then? How did you feel before you made that choice? What What was your, like, mission objective every day? Before you were like, I just want to be make myself happy, before you were like, the, every choice I make is going to be in the pursuit of making myself content and happy and comfortable – before that choice, what, who were you? 
Of course. So before that choice, you know, I was very much same as you said about the culture over there. There's there's this sort of working. You gotta work eighty hours a week to get what you want. Culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's hustle culture they call it, and I was very much one of those people. I was an advocate of that, and I had this ego, like because I was programmed from the corporate world. They're like. Yeah, you have to work hard to get what you want in this world. But there's a difference between action and inspired action that comes from here, comes from the gut. And I've truly felt that, you know, there's been things where my logic has just told me, yeah, this is the right thing to do, so just do it. But the more I connected with my feelings and my intuition, I started taking inspired action. I transitioned from this guy who was just this hustler, you know, I still hustle now, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I just transitioned from this guy who was a hustle culture. Yeah, I don't need sleep, blah, 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 self-care out the window. So I transitioned from like this being that I can work four hours a week and have the same exact impact as working 80 hours a week because the action I'm taking by being happy and following my intuition is inspired action rather than just action for the sake of making myself feel like I'm doing something. I think I, I want everything you're saying to be true for everyone. And I was talking to, um, one of my recent uh, guests, and I spoke to him about, because um, like, I don't know what it's like in the UK, but I know, and there's actually a word for them, or, or a phrase for what I'm about to tell you about, but there's um there's a certain amount of money you need to make before you can obtain contentment and, and happiness. Um, because, and I think, at least in America, it's 60 grand right now. And if you're living, if you're single and you're living with no one, I think it's 60 grand will pay your bills and will give you enough money to live life fully. Um, If you're single with no children, I think it's 60 grand. Um, And the reason why I bring this up is because many people thought the entirety of history, um, if they were poor, if they had like nothing, they didn't have enough time to think about the things you're talking about right now because they either were sleeping, working or eating. And a lot of people don't have the luxury of being able to just figure it out and, f- and and find out what's next. So I feel like a lot of people end up becoming really depressed and really, like, they, they, like they, they end up hating life so much because they don't have the luxury of being able to even think about how to get out of their situation. And in some cases, they aren't depressed or aren't sad. <laughs> this sounds shitty, but because they don't have enough time to realize they're in a shitty situation— um, so I want, because everything you're saying, I, I, be, I believe is true. I, I, I'm convinced. I, I just wish everyone was able to realize it, but they can't. So when you find yourself realizing it, I, I think you can't let go of it. Cause you're like, oh, okay. I get it. I understand. D- do you? And now this is going to, I want to ask you from a personal, spiritual, and even financial standpoint, how safe do you feel about life moving forward with your 
ideology, your philosophy, and any kind of plan you have revolving what you just talked to me about with your outlook? Of course, Mark, and I appreciate you throwing that um, that perspective in as well. That yeah, you know, some people aren't necessarily in a position right now mm-hmm. to be in that position where they just kind of sit with themselves and focus on what really matters and find their happiness. But I suppose to answer your question, because I've done this internal work, I truly feel that everything I want in life is not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. It truly is a matter of when. And I think that I'm I'm going to exceed my expectations just because of the way I think. Like, you know, I set a target at the beginning of the year that, you know, I'd like to get a few followers and sort of just work on myself and see where it takes me. You know, I originally thought I'd get into this position within five years. Okay. I set myself up like I'll be in this position in five years time where I can leave my job. And it still looked like it was going to be that way. But like I said, I did the internal work. My purpose was being focusing on being happy and I just took inspired action. And in, I'd say this period of about three to four months, it set me up a lot more than the other six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is it? Uh, Elon Musk said, he said, um, take your 10 or like take, take your, uh, 10 year plan or whatever your uh, six month plan or whatever. And do all of try to do all of that within like six months or try to do all that within one week. And he says, you're going to do horrible, but I promise you're still going to be doing more than you do in like 10 years. Like he's like, <laughs> like do a really shitty, like, okay, I shouldn't say do a shitty job, but compress all of that. Be really stressed out for six months and then take a break. Cause you're going to, you're fucking doing great. And I think you did that unintentionally. I think like you kind of just said, like, I didn't know I was going to be here. Like, I think you're uh, you're getting to a place you didn't realize you were going, and I think it's because of what you're saying because you had um, you set your intentions and you went for it. But the, the, I think the difference between you and a lot of people is even the difference between you and me is that, and this is a jab at me, I guess, but you actually believed it enough for you to not really second guess or or be angry or upset, or you could have been, I don't know yet, angry or upset about the decisions you make. You just do it and let whatever it is be whatever it is. Um, I was talking to my friend who's going to be on the show eventually. He travels the country um, in a car. I talk about him all the time. My God, Kate, if you're listening, I'm like your number one fan. Um, But he was telling me about what's the word for um, like you set a goal or an intention and um, you want you think about it every day, and that um, makes your actions become more geared towards that intention. Um, manifestation. He talks about manifestation, and I had a long conversation with him about that, and it was very hard for me not to understand but to accept because because I'm just a different person. But I kind of think that's what what you've been doing. Am I am I right or wrong? You're spot on, Mark. I I truly believe that since I started going and working on this internal side of me, I have incorporated elements of manifestation. And 
it is mad because I felt like I believed in myself back when I was this hustler, you know what I mean? I felt yeah. like I believed in myself. I felt like I believed in myself. But to be honest with you, I still think I had this thing in the back of my mind that I thought all these people I watched, like Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, all these people, that they were on some other planet and they, they were aliens or something, yeah, you know what I mean? bro, Absolutely. I felt like they were aliens or something just in the back of my head. Like, how how have they got into this position? I just didn't see it. This is the power of working on your internal and actually, you can say you believe in something, but then actually believing in yeah. it is a different story, you know? And I just realized that people like your Grant Cardones, your Tony Robbins, your Jim Rohns, your Zig Ziglar's, Brian Tracy's, as you said earlier, these are people. They're just yeah. people who believed in themselves. Hmm. They are people. They're not. They're not from another planet. They're but not yeah, from right. Dimension. And it feels I'm like not it. An alien. I'm not an alien either. <laughs> are you sure? Don't even I get me. Real. Don't even get me started, bro. <laughs> not an alien. I. I. Just a side note. I um. I love them to death. They, I had two uh, UFO researchers on. And they're going to be like, this motherfucker's an alien. We found him. Um, anyway. Yes, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And I see all these really successful people. Like, uh, who's that? Um, Gary V. Who Gary V's in a I have, like, a problem with him. Not that I've ever spoke to him in my entire life. But I don't know if it's, I just don't like his uh, his demeanor or something. But I feel like a lot of people that, like, sell you like not that he does i don't think he does sell you like self-help books and shut and shit it's like what they're saying might be true and what and like what you're saying is true but it doesn't work for everybody because not everyone could be as successful or as happy well everyone could be just as happy as anyone else but they can't be as successful as everybody else um and i think that's what annoys me about it but yeah you look at these uber successful people and you're like, what the fuck? Like, bro, like, it's not even real. But it is. And then... But what I'm trying to say is I know exactly what you're saying. And I, I've been there before. And it annoys the fuck out of me. Because you're like, what the... They're not aliens, but they are. I'm like, what, who, the, who the hell are they? It's fucking annoying, bro. Don't... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So you said... Um, I don't know what you said, but it reminded me. Did, did you... Do you do any kind of reading? or Is that your thing? Or you kind of just do more listening, watching? Do you read any books? What's your thing? So I do a lot of things. You know, I I read a lot of books. Um, you know, I do... When I'm saying now, when I'm playing Xbox, like I had oh, this yeah. habit ever since I was oh, 17, yeah. okay? Ever since I was 17, you know, I'd have like a... I don't know what you think about Dan Lok, but I had like Dan Lok. He was like one of the first people I listened to. Okay. Uh, he kind of opened self-development for think, me. I don't think I know him. Keep talking. I'm going to look him up. He's got like a bit of a mixed reputation, but whatever people think about him, I'm extremely grateful for the eyes that opened for me. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Now, ever since I was 17, I'd just be listening to like, I'd be on my Xbox and I'd listen to, like, Dan Locke videos in my head films, you know what I mean? Really? And that's very much just kind of, like, it was rewiring my subconscious. And I look back at that moment, and that's almost, like, where it all started, you know what I mean? That's all where it all started. And then 
I just became even more hungry and hungry and hungrier for knowledge to the point now where I read a lot of books. I read, I listen to a lot of audio stuff, watch YouTube videos. And then obviously I interact with positive people. In the same sort of breath, I believe that, as we said about these Gary V's, these Tony Robbins and everything, if you do enough internal work and you follow your feelings, because that's exactly what they've done, okay? That is exactly what they've done. If you're reading, if you're looking at it on face and you're reading their books and everything, and I know it's hard to see now because obviously I'm not in a better position they are right now, but... You know, if you're basing all of your knowledge and stuff and all of your actions on other people's books and other people's stories, no matter how inspiring they are, if you don't do that internal work, you'll never be better than them. But if you do enough internal work, you can be better than them. I know it's hard to think since we just said they were aliens, yeah. but that's all <laughs> they've done. They've done their internal work and been inspired by some people on the external. Mm. But the main thing is the internal. And just looking within yourself. And you can be better than them. You can be better than them. I'm saying it with a straight face. How how would you say... Because the reason why I asked you about what, what kind of media you consume is because I like asking people what books you read, what podcasts you listen to, because I want to understand your way of thinking. So that brings me into working on the internals. How How would you start that? At least, how would you do it for yourself? Or how would you go about learning? What, how do you know what questions to ask yourself? Of course. So I suppose this does come into what we said earlier, that I'd say I read countless self-development books, countless self-development books. And like I just found myself progressing a little bit each time. The minute that I incorporated two spiritual books two spiritual books i've never touched spirituality ever i'm excited i touched two spiritual books the power of now and the secret by Rhonda brian okay i touched those two books and then the world opened up for me you know what i mean Mm. the world opened up like a lot quicker than i ever anticipated and that's all about the internal. Like these books are encouraging you and helping you to connect with the internal. They're not necessarily giving you the straight up answers like these self development books do. These spiritual books are giving you the keys to connect with yourself, to huh. connect with the best version of yourself. I've heard a lot about um, the power of now. What was the other one? It's called The Secret. The Secret. Hmm. I I could have swore you were going to say something about uh, Buddhism, actually, which a lot of what you do, if you realize it or not, has to do with Buddhism. Um, I'll explain that in a bit. But I, I've been wanting to read The Power of Now. Again, Cade, he uh, spoke to me about that book. Uh, my girlfriend, I think, just finished reading it or is in the process of reading it. Um. And I'll get the other book. I love asking people what books they read. And I, I put them on my Amazon wish list as soon as the episode's over. I'm like, all right, that's the next one. But um, you would say that that like, helped you that much into figuring out who you are, who you need to be? Bro, I'm telling you that 
like I said, I've read countless self-development books all about strategies and things that people have done. The minute I started reading The Power of Now and The Secret, and since I've done them, I've now ordered like three or four more spiritual <laughs> yeah, books. Just one more, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Like all, all these other people's stories, they, they can like, they can go to the side for a minute, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much, man. Like, connecting with, it just keeps going back to what I'm saying, just repeating this message of connect with the internal, you know, like, connect with the, the I internal. very much share this message of you will never be a better version of somebody else, but you can be the best version of yourself. That's why you should connect mm. with your spirit because you connect with your spirit. You'd be the best version of yourself. When you only consume books from other people and their stories and, you know, things like Gary V, Tony Robbins, stuff, they only tell you how to be a second rate version of themselves. I understand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that makes sense. Again, they, they provide a lot of value. But the minute you start connecting with your internal and work on yourself and your spirit, that's when things get really, really interesting. And like I said, my life, my eyes have just been opened in the last few months. Work on yourself. Oh my gosh. Like don't take this the wrong way, because you're right. Everything you're saying is right. I'm just angry that it's not easy, you know? No, it's not easy. It's not easy, bro. (laughs) Fuck, man. Yeah. I, um, I want to talk to you about, uh, why that reminds me of Buddhism. Um, essentially, Buddhism is the uh, belief that in most religions, you know, Buddhism isn't a religion, it's a lifestyle. Most all religions basically say that Life is suffering, but this thing I have, this religion, this lifestyle, that's how you get through it and find uh, contentment, find happiness, find purpose. That's what religion's for. It's to soothe suffering. And in Buddhism, basically, the Buddha was saying, listen, man, everything sucks. Everything fucking sucks, man. However... I think, and this is Buddha, not me. He's like, I think people are looking at it too harshly, and people are thinking that the world is raining like terror onto them. But I'm gonna give you these steps. You could look up the, you know, the steps of Buddhism on how to just find peace within yourself. And it's basically, yeah, it's just like everything you've been saying, everything that all these people these days that are reading the self help books that are finding comfort with themselves, that are finding peace within themselves. They're all practicing a form of Buddhism, and I think that's fucking crazy. No one fucking realizes it. I listened to this podcast. It's called Philosophize This. Incredible podcast. Um, if in the event that you, and I'm not telling you you need to, but in the event that you start listening to it, start from the beginning. It started in 2013, and then work your way up, and they still post like once a week, once a month episodes. Um, but one of the episodes was about Buddhism, and it really teaches you about it, and I loved it. Um, I think a lot of people need to start realizing that, um, and I have to kind of realize this too, that, cause I, I had, like I said, I had a bad relationship with a little bit with self-help books. Cause I feel like, like the people like Gary Vee and all that, they're trying to sell me a lifestyle 
And so I keep falling for it. I'll, I'll buy their books and then I'll try doing it for a week and then be like, holy shit, this is basically impossible unless I'm them. When people start getting spiritually connected um, to themselves and the world and they start learning about different lifestyles, then I think, um, yeah, becoming who you need to be, it's a lot more possible when you start figuring out, like you said, your internals. And I think a lot of people are doing that through Buddhism and they don't even realize it. Yeah, I don't really know what you're going to have to say to that, but <laughs> that's it. No, that is truly amazing. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I truly believe there's so much more to self-development than, you know, the work inside of it and the physical. Like, I've been obsessed with the spiritual realm recently. Like, you know, I'd say to myself, I say to myself, I'm not putting a box on my identity. I feel like, you know, if people want to, I go to church every Sunday, okay? But I'm not, I wouldn't let somebody call me a Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm not in that box, you know what I mean? Like I'm very much kind of exploring all of them. You know, I was, I was reading a little bit of the Quran. I've, Mm. I'm reading the Bible at the moment. Mm -hmm. Buddhism is something that absolutely fascinates me, but I need to get into it. But this is the thing. I'm not putting a box on myself. Like I feel, for example, that, you know, all the Christianity, all the scripture and everything, like it was written absolutely ages ago and there's a lot of value in it. But I feel in the sense that my pastor said something to me really good. He said, you know, people will read the Bible and like take it like it's gospel and they will, you know, just say every single word and live this like extremely disciplined way of of living and stuff. I read the Bible, but I get all of my answers from actually praying to some sort of higher power. Like I ask him about everything. I ask God about every single thing. And, you know, I very much believe that I'm connected with my internal in that sort of sense, because I'm not just letting something be written out for me black and white because everybody's experiences are different. You know, there is no black and white answer to a lot of things. It's what does the answer mean to you for your core values and your perspectives on life and who you are? Mm. I'm actually happy you mentioned uh, the Bible because I actually have 98 pages left of the Bible. I've I've read the entire Old Testament and now I have 98 pages left of the New Testament. And it's taking me a long time because I'm I'm really busy. But, bro, that's it's the if you read the entire Bible, that's like reading The Great Gatsby twenty times. It's so so big, it's so long. <laughs> it's it's like reading Stephen King's It twice, and that that goes to the show just like how crazy Stephen King is. Like, why the fuck did you write half the Bible? Anyway, um, I I like that you brought that up, um, because, and I like how you you talk about how you speak to uh, a greater power. Because I, and I, again, I was telling this to Cade, go screw yourself, Cade, that um, I I have never experienced any form of divinity. And I've been trying my whole life. I've been trying to, you know, speak to a greater power, connect to some kind of spirituality, um, find God, find myself. Um, and I think the reason why in many places in my life I'm bitter and I'm, it's true, I'm, I am bitter and I'm angry, you know, I'm, I'm fucking angry. It's because I've never experienced any form of divinity 
and it makes me feel kind of lonely because other people have said they've experienced it in many different ways. And I'm like, if I want to fucking experience that. And I think, I think, I guess the, the root or the way I can find divinity is not really looking for it from maybe an outside place, not, not like waiting for some kind of God to answer my questions or answer my prayers. But, um, like you keep saying, you, you found yourself internally and, I think if there is divinity, if there is a God, perhaps it speaks to everyone differently. And I think the only way it could speak to me is if it comes from myself. I think I, I'm, I've always been meant to be uh, on my own. I think I just am. And I think that just comes with figuring out who you are and why you are. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy you, you brought that up because it, it has been a problem my whole life. But then I like how you explained what you did about it and how you figured out what it all means. It's very it's, it's very important, I feel, to connect. And I know you keep saying it. You keep saying it. It's very important to connect, uh, like, spiritually. Like you said, like, that's what opened you up. It's very important to connect to who you are internally. Um, and, I, and, I, and I personally, and listen, I know it's a podcast about you, but, like, I personally definitely have been working too much on the mechanical side of things rather than the programming, if you know what I mean. You know? I guess, so just to clarify, so the mechanical side is kind of like... Hardware, right? So hardware and software. I've been working on the hardware, like the things that move, like the things that are tangible. You could feel them, you can touch them. The software is your internals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You sound like you were in exactly the same position. I mean, I was working on... The hardware for so long, so so long. Like any spiritual, I was like, that's that's all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that's those guys over there. Yeah, fuck and, uh, them. A few months later, I'm walking on the grass without any shoes on, but in my feet, bare feet. Yeah. Just like right. breathing in the air and just connecting myself, and I'm like, ah, I'm one of those people. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like fuck, I can't believe I did it. God damn it. Stupid, stupid. That's funny. Like I'm one of those people. Yeah, but I'm proud yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, and like it's fucking working out for you. Oh, um, real quick, if anyone, even including you, if anyone was interested in the uh, philosophize this thing, uh, if you want to just listen to the thing about the Buddha, it's episode nine. Incredible episode nine of philosophize this. I think it's how many minutes What's is the it? Podcast called again. Philos- philosophize this. Um, and this episode is 45 minutes or 44 and a half minutes long, but, uh, it's a very good start to learning about, uh, Buddhism. I, it was fantastic. And the episode was put up in 2013, so it's pretty old, like relatively speaking. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, that's so funny. You're like, I'm, oh, damn it. I'm one of them. They got me. But, um, (laughs) that's, uh, yeah, ah, I feel like. Maybe maybe this has always been true, but I, I think it's I think it's just now starting to be true where younger and younger Okay, there's we got a few problems, okay? With young people. And including us, right? Is that either you're really young and you're coming up coming up with the realizations you did pretty early. Good for you. And I feel like in this day and age that's a lot easier than it was before because of the internet, because of books, because of 
you know, I'm speaking to someone from the United Kingdom. That was not possible like 40 years ago. Like, I couldn't just, it couldn't happen. Um, I think that really helped people. However, I also feel like the internet and technology and all these influencers and stuff is also harming young people, including you and I. Um, so there is a big divide, and there always has been, but a big divide between those who are spiritually connected and those who are spiritually lost. And I don't think, if you're spiritually connected, you kind of always know it. But if sometimes if you're spiritually lost, you don't realize you're lost until it's kind of too late. I'm like, it's never too late. But until it's like, holy shit, I, I got, I'm, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm trying to say? So, and <clears throat> I'm going to say it again. I don't know what it's like in the UK. Um, but I know in America, there's little boys and there's little girls. And they want to be, you know, influencers. They want to be YouTubers. They want to be actors. I, I said this thing that back then... If you were to watch the movie The Martian or Gravity or Indiana Jones or uh, 007 or something, uh, kids back then, they wanted to be 007. They wanted to be Indiana Jones. They wanted to be that astronaut. But today, the kids don't want to be those people. They want to be the actors that play them. And I think that's a problem. Um, I think it's a big problem. And I feel like there's a divide right now between people that, are spiritually connected and those that are lost and not spiritually connected. But both of those people find the answers or find the problems with the same thing, the fucking internet. So it's like, what the fuck do we do? What the hell do we do? That's my take. I really like how you said about that. You know, the at the end of the day, I feel that whatever side of the fence you're on, whether you're the spiritually connected or you're not, it's the same as a gun. At the end of the day, a gun is just a tool, whereas the internet is just a tool. You know yeah. what I mean? It's how yeah. you use the internet. You know, I truly believe that, yes, there are people who go on the internet and they're addicted to it, and it hurts them. You know what I mean? It hurts them. It, it struggles from connecting with what's really real to them, and they get clouded. And like I said before, I went on this journey, this internal journey, I've, I was putting all these people on pedestals, almost like idols. And that was taking away my power to become the best version of myself because I was putting these people on such this pedestal that I couldn't be the truest, best version of myself. So, yes, it is damaging. And I believe that for some people, I think the best thing they can do is detox him from the internet in the sense of staying away from social media or maybe yeah. limiting the amount of time they do spend on it. You know, even me now, like you see me like on these videos all the time, I'm, I'm posting loads of content, I'm going live all the time, but I try my absolute best that as soon as those things are done, I almost like throw my phone away as if it's on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then just yeah. like get back to reality. It's hard to do that too. My 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 co-host to the other uh, series of podcasts I do, um, he got me into a few things where it's like you make your phone black and white, so you can uh, you don't go on it as much, because um, what what happens is the colors uh, send out like uh, signals in your brain like you want to see those colors it, it makes you happy if you make it black and white you're less likely to go on your phone. He also told me to. Um, like, and I, I think a lot of people do this. They put their alarm, their phone on the other side of the room 
So when they wake up, they have to get out of bed to turn it off. Um, I do that. And I also put time limits on all my apps. Um, so I can try to disconnect. But then also, like, for people like you and I, it's kind of hard to disconnect because currently our whole life is on the internet. Like, that's what we do. Um, but yeah, it is it is a good thing to just, like, let it go. Eh, don't touch it anymore. Um, and I feel like the problem, though, is that a lot of, like, I was the, the root of this is that um, all these kids um, are growing up with the internet. Kind of like we did, but I mean, like, kind of, I mean, like... But more so now, where the internet is their whole life. And especially with the pandemic, it's like, there's kids. You know how I said before, one of their uh, your life's realizations is that you exist. One day, you're like four or five years old, and you're like, holy fucking shit. What the hell is this? Like, you start to realize you're alive, right? Yeah. People right now are starting to realize they're alive. And they have no idea what normal school is. They have no idea what hanging out with friends is. Um... They just know what an iPad is and an iPhone and TV and Netflix. And I'm like, it's awesome that we have those things, which is really unfortunate. And I'm really curious what the within the next two decades, what the generation uh, coming is going to be like because they're, they're really fucked up. They're getting fucked up. But hopefully they all end out or end up like you and they were able to use the Internet and they able to find the right parts of the Internet to know who they are, know who they need to be, or at least know how to ask the right questions. That's it. <laughs> I love that, man. It's, it's very much, you know, again, it's a tool, and I do feel sorry for this younger generation growing up, like, with all these things, like, pe- people just don't know who they are, you know what I mean? Like, they, they're too focused on what everybody else is doing, and... <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate to say it because it almost seems like a cliche just going back to all the time, but they don't do the internal work. Yeah. They don't do the internal work. They're not in a position to do it. You know, but that's the thing. Without the internet, I wouldn't have found this YouTuber called Spiritual Soul. Okay. I wouldn't have found him. And him literally just... Because I, I literally have this mentality that if someone's giving me advice on something that they've achieved, I'm like, Roger that, and I do it. Gary V tells me to post, like, 10 pieces of content a day. Roger that. You know what I mean? Like, David Goggins tells me to go... David Goggins, yeah. David Goggins tells me to go run in and seek discomfort in the rain with no shirt on. Roger that, okay. You know what I mean? Well, what do you think the greatest tool is? What do you think the greatest tool is? You're talking about tools. What do you think the greatest tool is? For you personally, I'm not saying you're gonna answer for everybody. What do you do that helps you the most? Is it discomfort? Is it posting? Is it creation? Is it consumption? What's the biggest tool for you? That's oh, a very good question. I got you. Ooh, I fucking got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. I'd say the tools I use the most are seeking discomfort. Okay. Take your consistency. Time. Consistency. This is what I'll do. So okay. these are the things that make me. Okay. These are the tools that make me who I am. So there's consistency, discipline, self-awareness, seeking discomfort, seeking truth at the same time, and then also knowing who I am before knowing who anybody else is. Knowing who I am before. So is, is that open that one up real quick? I want to understand that perfectly. Of course, man. So 
again, it's very much just society will put these standards on you that, you know, you need to earn this much money, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this. But at the end of the day, like, is that really going to make you happy? Like, is something inside you that's going to make you happy? Like, think about cavemen and stuff now. I know it's a great analogy. No, I like that. I like that analogy, actually. Cavemen, money did not exist. Mm -hmm. Now, I suppose you could say ignorance is bliss, but... I'm sure they live very happy and fulfilled lives or they'd have all just killed themselves. And <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. They lived all happy and fulfilled lives and they breeded and they got along just fine before money even existed. Yeah. So it's really interesting how we've let something material and something that was created can control our internal state. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah it's a human-created problem, too. It's like, it's like, they did... Exactly. They did not have this problem. They, When they just had all the bare bones and just themselves and other people and survival, they were happy. You know what I mean? They didn't need... They got along just fine without money. I know it's different because now we have bills to pay and stuff, but it's disconnecting and detaching from things. You know, you detach from the need... For money, you like emotionally detach from it. And again, it's easier said than done. I never say any of these things are easy. It is quite hard. But you emotionally detach from it. And when I've emotionally detached from it, money's just been flowing to me. They say money's energy nowadays just because of the impact it has on society. Well, I feel that my energy is high and I feel that, you know, the the money's following the energy, you know what I mean? Hmm. Ethan, look, I know, I know we're coming towards that time that we got to wrap up. First thing I got to say is I definitely need to have you back on because I do want to know how you've changed from now to whenever we record again. I think that this is very interesting because I know you spoke about it earlier. How you know you're gonna change, you're gonna you might be different, and you're not the same person you are today that you were yesterday or whatever. I I think you shared a lot of valuable information. And I think the um the most important thing is not giving people answers because everyone's answers are gonna be different, but teaching people how to ask the right questions. Um I'm really appreciative of the books that you've recommended. Um, Cause now that I've heard the power of now been recommended like eight times to me, I'm going to have to get it. Cause that's going to, that means something. Um, and then the other one, the secret. So we're going to wrap up. I, I hope everyone, I don't know. I really hope everyone take, they really, you know, listen to this again, because I think, um, and I, I, the reason why I do these things a lot of times is because I want to learn something about who I am, about myself. And if you haven't noticed, I was like, bro, fucking tell me what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, answer these questions for me. Like, it's like, I was very lucky to be able to talk to people like you who like people follow you on TikTok. And like, man, if I can just talk to this guy. Well, I fucking did. And I'm still confused, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> and so just thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. I, I, had, I had a blast. I definitely want to do this again. Um, is there anything I can do for you, for you? You let me know. Is there anything 
you want to say before we wrap up? Or is that it? I'd like to say a massive thank you for having me on you, Mark. And Absolutely. I just want to say, guys, like, you know, my... I, I, I try to stay the I, I stay the exact same as I can from when I started in this, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a hard feat, of course, but I try to answer every single DM. Don't get me wrong, I do have a lot oh, of geez, people... Oh, jeez, really? Like, still on waiting, you know what I mean? Like, oh I, I do try God. my best to get to it. It's a lot of messages, <laughs> but... You know what I mean? I, I tried to get into this from the beginning as I am now. And I very much got inspired by this guy called Andy Elliott who really coached me in car sales, you know, how to be the best version of myself. But he didn't only help me in that sort of sense in just selling and stuff. He really helped me about my, my potential and everything and just values and what people are drawn towards. And... You know, I remember he has like so so many followers. He has he's he's like millionaire and everything, and he still just makes the time to just come on and just message everyone on WhatsApp like that's, it's nothing. That's you know an I mean? alien. He's an alien. That guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's impossible. I think, I think the people who work for him probably would say he's an alien. Yeah. He's a, or at the very least, a time traveler. Who the fuck has? You can't do that all day. Jesus Christ. Oh I was like, God. yeah, I have, a, I have a question about your course, man. I was saying to him, and he's like, sure, let's jump on a call. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, what, like, what? that's what Easton did to me. Like, he said something, and he res- he commented on one of my TikToks, and he actually disagreed with what I, what I said. And I'm like, no, no, Easton, or no, man, I actually agree with you. I just might have said it incorrectly. And then he was like, let's talk right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like, It didn't happen that way, but it was so funny. I love when people do that because it, like, blindsides you. You're like, oh, all right, let's, go, let's do it. Um, that's really funny. Also, you, uh, this reminded me when I scheduled you for this episode, you're like, Hey man, can you just remind me? And I'm like, sure. And I like forgot for like the first three weeks. And I was like, fuck, I got to remind this guy that, uh, whatever. Um, anyway, this is great. Thank you so much. Hey, w- when we, um, log off, don't disconnect. Cause I'm going to debrief you. Um, but this was awesome guys. Great time. Go follow Ethan. I mean, like, He's showing me some really good stuff, and I've watched some of his, like, ridiculous TikToks with him running in the rain. And if you didn't know better, it looked like he was completely naked, but he's not. I'm sure. I hope he's not. (laughs) But I'm like, it looks, because the way you talk, you're like, just go out and get, and it's like, it looks like you're streaking on a highway. And it's actually really funny. But you you say a lot of important things. Um, So, guys, go take a look at him. Go follow his stuff. Uh, Everything's going to be in the, the, the description. So, you can check it out there. And that's about it. Ethan, thank you for being on. Guys, we will see you on the next one. Peace.